when you actually reduce and better define the container that you are going to allow your magic to happen within. And then when you obey these new boundaries that you set, you will make more money and you will do it in a happier way. Welcome, everybody. This is For the Love of Money, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success by sharing the tools, tips, and stories of those who have already made it. My name is Chris Harder, and each week I will bring you incredible guests in order to prove that when good people make good money, they do great things. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another mini episode of For Love Money, episodes that I like to call My Two Cents. And today I'm weighing in my two cents on why recharging is more profitable and how to actually achieve this goal of recharging and more profit. Think about it. Recharging can be way more profitable and so much more freaking satisfying for your business. And that's what we're going to dive into today. Speaking of more profitable, so many of you have been reaching out asking about our VIP days that we built a simple landing page answering a lot of your questions, answering questions around what does it look like when our team becomes your team for two half days back to back to work on your business, what it looks like for us to find new revenue for you, what the list of goals and next action steps looks like when you leave after one of our VIP days. So to check that out, go to fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash VIP. Again, it's fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash VIP. And if you like what you see, fill out the quick application there and we'll jump on the phone to see if it's a good fit for you. Again, it's fortheloveofmoney.com forward slash VIP. I can't wait to have you here for one of our VIP days. Now, one of the things we'll probably work on besides finding you more revenue is finding you more time to recharge because we don't just teach how to make money here. We teach how to make money in a happy and sustainable way that then creates positive impact for everybody else in your life, whether it's impact through money made that you can then donate to your favorite cause, whether it's impact because somebody else, another aspiring entrepreneur is looking at you on how to do it. So then they end up doing it the right way because they see you doing it the right way. Impact has so many definitions and you need to find the definition for you. But this much I know, a burnt out, resentful version of yourself will never achieve the goals that you were put here to achieve. A burnt out, resentful version of yourself is really destined to fail. It really is. And I know because I've flirted with it from time to time. You know, this year I made a lot of adjustments so that I could be a better entrepreneur and a happier, healthier entrepreneur. And I know I want my impact to be as large as it can be. I mean, you guys know me. I've got huge lofty goals. But I also wanted to make sure that I was always having fun doing it. And quite honestly, there have been some pretty stressful moments in 2018. I've even done some mini episodes about them, like when I had the breakdown at the Ritz, right? So if you listen to this show, you'll know that I made adjustments such as leaving more time for the miracles in between appointments and making sure I'm 100% committed to my protected time boundaries uh, so that I'm the best version of myself for everyone else, right? Who needs me for the rest of the day. And that I'm way more restrictive, way more protective with my yeses this year and way more firm with my nos. And I've got to tell you, it feels like a trillion freaking dollars and we're making a lot more money than we were ever before as well. So obviously there's something to it. You know, one more thing that Lori and I have done this year to add to those things I just talked about, and this is why I want to do a deep dive in, is we've taken weekends off and taking more vacations. Now, 
making sure that we're taking weekends off and, and taking a few more vacations may seem kind of basic to you or even weird to some of you. But I know to most of you, my hard charging, you know, big dream and driven listeners, I know you feel me. I know that you're not taking weekends off. I know that you're working days, nights, and weekends all the way through. I know that you haven't taken a vacation in ages. And you think that powering through and being tough and doing what everyone else isn't willing to do is going to be your path to this giant breakthrough. But really, it's going to be your path to burnout. And you're going to come close, but you're not going to reach the goals that you are hoping and meant to reach. And so when I say taking weekends off and taking more vacations, when you hear that, I expect you to find yourself in our story. Meaning I'm not advocating all of a sudden becoming lazy and I'm not saying a small amount of effort is going to have huge payoffs or painting some miracle. No, what I mean is there's a time and a place in each entrepreneur's journey where you do have to work some weekends, but not all the weekends. And there's also a time and a place in each entrepreneur's journey where you may not be able to afford a great vacation right now. But that isn't an excuse for not creating some kind of time and place to recharge occasionally so that the recharged, cup-flowing-over version of yourself can actually go make more money than you would have if you were the burnt-out 24-7 entrepreneur that many of you are being right now. So in 2019, we've taken weekends off because quite honestly, we were allowing our container. That's what I call the box that we allow ourselves to work in, the container. We were allowing our container to be a seven day a week container and enough was enough. When I really did a deep dive, I realized it didn't have to be a seven day container. So this concept of defining your container for you to achieve success It first came from one of my bosses back in my banking days. I had this really tough, but really great boss named Steve. And he taught me that whatever sized box or whatever size container I'm given, I'm going to let my work swell to fit that container anyways. So if I keep my standards the same, but reduce the size of the container that I allow them to happen in, then I'll get way more production for less time and energy spent. And you know what? He was right. He was right. So We've been really diligent about what sized container we're giving ourselves to get the amount of work done that we know we need to get done. Now, what Lori and I actually didn't realize, what we didn't realize was how badly we were leaking inefficiency, how badly we were leaking energy, literally leaking energy with all the small, seemingly harmless, and here's the catch, seemingly harmless commitments that we would make over and over and over again. A small yes here, a small yes there, a Saturday here, a Sunday there, an evening here, an evening there. We were letting the container get way out of hand. Things that we thought were harmless, like, you know, oh, I'll do two quick coaching calls on Saturday, right in the middle of the day, no problem. And one quick webinar on Sunday. We were actually putting us into the energy of a full workday. Mathematically, it wasn't a full workday, but it was putting us into the energy of a full workday. Because you know what? Leading up to those couple of calls, I was like, oh, I can't go do what I want to do yet because I've got these calls lingering. And then afterwards, you know, because I expended two hours worth of a lot of energy because I always put my all into everything I do. Well, then I was a little bit burnt out and it was already one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. And I'm like, damn, I only have a half a Saturday left. It interrupted our time to recharge. And it was probably the biggest culprit to us feeling burnt out from time to time in 2018. 
And to, to, you know, to no surprise, obviously, since we've made this adjustment this year, we've been getting way more work done, way better quality work done, and more income producing work done this year than any other year by far. We'll make a ton more money this year than the year before. And this will also go down as our happiest, most exper- experiential year in entrepreneurship as well. Like this is the year we're checking all the boxes finally and I freaking love it, but it wouldn't have happened without reforming and redefining this container. I remember I recently helped one of my one-on-one coaching clients define their container. And uh, we started with her income goals. And then I introduced this idea of walking her through step-by-step to define her container. Now she was already a seven-figure earner, but nowhere near where she could be with more efficiency and less burnout. And as a matter of fact, her goal was to make X number of dollars this year, but to also make sure it was the most enjoyable year as well. And so that's what we set out to do. And guess what? She's off to an incredible start as well. So I have got example after example. It's not just Lori and I. I've got example after example showing that when you actually reduce and better define the container that you are going to allow your magic to happen within, and then when you obey these new boundaries that you set, you will make more money and you will do it in a happier way. Now, I'm not saying that taking weekends off and going on more vacations is the right recipe for every single one of you right now. Again, what I'm asking you to do is to try this concept on for size, to try this concept of defining your container and then to stick to it because I promise it works. So how do you define your container? Well, it's very simple. Do this. First, set your income goal, right? You can't do anything without knowing where your target is. Set your income goal. Then decide how many income producing hours you're going to need to hit that goal and be realistic. Don't try and build a three-day work week If you're trying to build a $5 million business right now, it's probably not going to happen unless you're already at 4 million. But decide how many income producing hours you're going to need each week to hit your weekly income goal. Then decide what days that week you're willing to work on and what days you're not. Time to put your foot down and have some non-negotiable days off. Be realistic about this as well. And consider all things like your routine, your family, their needs, et cetera. So remember, first, you're going to set your income goal. Second, you're going to set how many income producing hours you need each week to hit that goal. Third, you're going to decide what days those hours are going to fit in. Then you're going to decide when those hours are going to happen. You've decided what hours you're going to work each day because the math is playing out in your favor now, but you need to decide what hours those are going to happen. And once you decide this, be diligent about it. You might decide from eight o'clock to four o'clock are your boundaries and you're not working after four. Or you might decide you're going to do a a power hour from 10 until noon. You're going to take three hours off with the family and then you're going to power through again from three until six. Everyone's container is going to look different. And that's the freaking awesome thing about this. But once you decide what your container is going to look like, damn it, stick to these new boundaries. Now, to be fair, yes, there's going to be a few times that you allow exceptions. We do it. If there's an event we really want to speak at and it happens to fall on a weekend, well, because we really want to speak there, we're going to you know, push the boundaries of this container and speak on that weekend. Same thing with our masterminds. We have seven mastermind weekends each year. Well, we know that we love doing those and we know that um, those are seven out of 52 weekends that we're kind of bumping into our container. But guess what? We still have Sundays off on those, on those weekends. But I can tell you without a doubt, that by setting this new container, we have gained back 
at least 42 weekends this year. And that's a ton of time to recharge by simply defining or redefining our new container. Now, your your container needs to be unique to you and it also needs to be upheld by you. You and you alone dictate the integrity of your new container. No one else is going to do it for you. People are going to test you. People are going to push your boundaries. People are going to sound convincing. But you and you alone dictate the integrity of your new container. And when you're forced with a tough choice, simply ask yourself this. Is this shiny opportunity worth breaking the integrity of this container I've set? Is this shiny opportunity going to pay so many freaking dividends guaranteed that it's worth breaking the integrity of this container I've set? I promise you that 90% of the the time the answer is no. I promise. And better yet, when you answer back to the person who wants you to do something outside of this work container you've created, when you push back in the right way and say, you know what, I'm sorry, these are my income-producing hours. They need to fit in with the, in these times on these days. Tell me what works for you. You'll be surprised how quickly they say, oh, no problem. And they'll change their days available for you. It always surprises me. There's always a little bit of fear first. And then on the other end, there's always surprise because they always change their days or their times for you. I speak from experience. Try this concept of creating more opportunities to recharge and creating and enforcing your container to do the work in. Because this version of you where the cup's pouring over, where you have more to give, this is when your business and your income goals will take off through the freaking roof. And when they do, you know what happens. When good people make good money, they do great things. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.